Welcome everybody out there that's with us for our first visual in-person podcast. We have a very special guest, um, in my opinion, one of the best in the business in the industry. He's a very humble guy, but um, he's definitely one of the best and you need to follow him and tap in with him and see what he has going on. Um, but who are you coaching and can you introduce yourself out to the audience? Yeah, my name is Jeff Friday and I've been a strength coach uh, in the National Football League for 21 seasons. Uh, prior to the NFL, I was a college strength coach for, for four years, uh, and I was also involved in two startup football leagues, the United Football League and XFL 2020. And uh, as a NFL uh, strength coach, I've experienced the, both the highs and the lows of the profession, uh, the highs <clears throat> being uh, being part of a, a Super Bowl championship team as a head strength coach with the Baltimore Ravens in the 2000 season uh, and the lows being being fired with the staffs twice and unable to, to get a job so I've I've been through a whole a whole spectrum and uh, as a coach I take people from point A to point B in their development and I fill uh, a gap in that person's life and develop a new area of capability. And so uh, the weight room as a strength and conditioning coach uh, has been that vehicle to really help people move along uh, that, that spectrum from point A to point B. That's awesome. And so from actually having the opportunity to be blessed to be one of your players, you have a very interesting teaching style that's very effective in my opinion. And you know, I personally try to take into my interaction to this day, you know, meet new guys, working with NFL guys. And it's so funny, you know, when you look at some of the best in the industry and the business, you know, they're some of the best people. So what advice could you give out there to a young strength coach that's a great guy but doesn't have a lot of connections that, you know, aims to be in your position one day? I think uh, the best advice that I can give is it's, it's a leadership quality that you don't have to be the head honcho to be a leader. You can lead from anywhere in the organization. Um, when I was with the Baltimore Ravens uh, in 2000, we won the Super Bowl, and we had 22 players that were 30 years or older. So they were they were leaders in their own right, which meant that when the for the coin flip, there's only four four guys that walk out. There are three guys. Well, there's still 17, 18, 30 guys that can lead, and so. It's not by position, but it's if you can touch the heart and minds of people. And so I think it boils down to three components that I try to adhere to. And it has nothing to do with how articulate you are, how tall you are, how good looking you are. It's three basic elements. And the number one, el number one element is just being authentic. It's being real. Um, it's being comfortable in your own skin. And uh, the, the opposite of that is fake and phony. And so um, when I was a young strength coach, um, I, pour, I, I built into that portrayal of being a tough guy and cuss words and you know just all that stuff that a strength coach is supposed to be. Uh, and I wasn't being authentic and, and, and that affected me. Um, I remember um, there's a Hall of Fame football player that walked into the weight room um, when I was a younger strength coach. And uh, the weight room was a 10,000 square foot weight room. And when he walked in, I was on the other side of the room and I yelled his name, hey, it's great to see you. And I called him by name. And uh, later on, he asked me, you know, hey, coach, why did you, why did you call my name out like that? And I said, well, 
I was happy to see you, which was a truth, but the reality is I didn't treat other players the same way. So I learned to, to be authentic uh, as best I can with, with myself in all situations in life. Number two is be humble. Uh, and hu humble or being humble or humility is, is not thinking that you're better than someone else. And, and it could be just be listening to a, a person uh, and getting their thoughts. And the opposite of humility is pride. Pride is a self-sufficiency, thinking that you can do it all, you can control things. And pride is actually the downfall of man. I mean, if you would look in the Bible, uh, the devil uh, had pride and the devil thought that, uh, Satan thought he was above God. And there has to be an order and that pride eventually caused him to be cast out. And it's something that we all, we all battle with. We all battle with pride. And so if uh, I can recognize that within myself and just have an attitude of serving, an attitude of servanthood and humility, I think that goes a lot, a lot farther. And so the third element, so the first is being authentic. Number two is being humble. Number three, I think, is having courage, courage to confront uh, for something that's right. And I think that's something I've, that I've really had to work on uh, through my life. Just, just growing up, I've always been maybe a little more passive. And, and even when I entered the NFL, I started off a little more passive. But you can't be passive. You have to, you have, to have the courage to confront. And when you're in the, in the National Football League, it's sometimes hard to confront someone who's much more decorated professionally than I am. You, you're talking about all pro players or Hall of Fame players. But the reality is that uh, you have to do that in order to have a high expectation, have accountability, um, and, and just make sure that uh, things are, are running the way they're supposed to be running. And so and it's that, 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 that confrontation, the ability to confront is like a muscle. You ha it's like when you exercise, you get stronger and you have to practice that. And so um, for me to be able to confront someone, I have to really look at that person out of a lens of love. Because if I love somebody, then I will confront them because I know that's what's best for them. I think of my own kids. I love my kids, so therefore, I'm going to step in and confront because I know it's in the best interest of them. I know them training their heart. And I have to look at uh, the athlete in the same way. Otherwise, I'll let things go and things can go wayward. And so um, those are the three elements I think that I, I would suggest to any strength coach coming up um, is, is be authentic, be humble, and, and have the courage to confront to do what's right. Awesome. And so for our viewers out there, um, how can they follow you? How can they connect with you? I'm on Instagram, uh, Coach underscore Friday. I'm, I'm on Twitter, um, Coach Friday. Um, and I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, LinkedIn as well. Uh, but those are, those are vehicles where someone can, can reach out to me. Also, I did uh, write a book. Uh, that book is built for winning, the number four, uh, dot com. And that uh, book is really uh, a synopsis of my life, of what I've learned uh, coaching uh, athletes who get paid. Athletes who get paid are the best in the business. They are they're the top performers. And I've been fortunate to be 
with professional athletes for 21 years in the National Football League and as I mentioned two startup leagues um, and then there's also college athletes and so um, this book that I wrote it, it boils down to, to me four four core elements or disciplines the physical the mental the social and the spiritual and having margins in your life uh, for each of those to really be the best you can and so um, that's how someone can can reach out to me through through those vehicles awesome and so looking back on your career now what are some things that you wish you knew as a younger coach uh, some things I wish I knew was uh, it all starts with relationship um, I think as a young strength coach <clears throat> you know I'm, I'm reading every book every every science book and strength training book you can and um, and that's really important because you you there is a, a science to coaching but there's also an art to coaching and the reality is that you're dealing with people and uh, you're moving people around and it's not just a, um, a barbell business it's a people business and so I think that uh, if I would have known that uh, as, uh, as a younger coach that would have probably served me well and I'm, I'm just really very lucky that I was with organizations that were very, very good. Um, when I started uh, in the National Football League, I was with the Minnesota Vikings and we were in the playoffs three years in a row, culminating in a 15-1 uh, record in an NFC Championship. That propelled me as a head strength coach with the Baltimore Ravens and during that nine-year tenure, uh, we won a Super Bowl and had numerous playoff appearances. And then when our staff got fired, uh, I went to the United Football League uh, and then I eventually landed with the Cincinnati Bengals as an assistant strength coach. And even during that tenure, we had five years in a row where we made the playoffs, which was never done in the history of that team. And so just very fortunate where I was in situations where I could make mistakes, learn from my mistakes because the team had success. And so, um, yeah, so that's, my, that's a little bit of my journey. Awesome. For everybody out there listening, Thank you for your support, and if you would like to follow Coach, please make sure you tap in. He's an awesome mentor. Please make sure you go get his book. Um, and this podcast is meant for you, so understand if you have any prayer requests, please reach out and understand that if it is to be, it's up to me. Thank you so much, Coach. Anybody you want to shout out before we get out of here? No, just just my family. Um, it's, it's really two relationships um, that are the most important relationships. Number one is that vertical relationship with God. Um, that that spiritual presence in your life and for me that gives me uh, strength it gives me peace it gives me purpose and through that uh, it comes um, uh, the, the, the way to get that is through prayer or through reading the Bible and, and ten, attending church and spiritual activities the second uh, most important vehicle for me is relationships with people and it starts in the home everything starts in the home uh, I'm, I'm married, I have kids, and then there's an outgrowth. Um, I tell our kids um, that number one, God loves you. Number two, mom and dad love you. And number three, you know, grandpa and grandma and cousins and friends love you. So there is an order. So um, I think that's, that's the most, I want to shout out to those people in my life and, 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 and the influence that each of those spheres that have, has had on me. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening so much. This will be out to you soon. TikTok, Instagram, everything that you can think of. Thank you so much, Coach. Thank you.
<sighs> Thank you. Yeah, it was good, man. Well, you made you made it good. You made it easy. Oh yeah. You made it easy. So should I stop this? Or should I? Yeah.